You're listening to a Big Finish production. Now, where's my bowler hat? I had it earlier. Where's it gone? Cinema, Steed. Thank you so much. I tell you, I haven't been to the pictures in ages. Well, I do try to offer young ladies a wide range of improving activities. This is the Big Finish Podcast, launched on the 24th of February, 2019. Hello to all of you. Here we are talking about everything to do with Big Finish's rather lovely world of audiobooks and audio drama. I'm Benji Clifford. And I'm Nick Briggs, and in this week's podcast, we're delving into your emails sent to uh, podcast at bigfinish.com, funny enough. It's Benji's favourite thing. Certainly is. If you know me, you know what I love, and I love an email. But as well as that, we'll also be activating the randomoid selectatron and giving you a 25% discount on something special from our archives. And all you have to do to do that is go to bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash V for Vulcan forward slash randomoid and enter in the code BUCKUP. B-U-C-K-U-P all capital letters, no spaces etc. <laughs> and finally, uh, we'll be giving you a free drama tease of the first 15 minutes of an episode from The Avengers, Steed and Tara King, Box Set 1. Ah, yes, the classic 1960s mm. TV series of daring do and outrageousness brought back to live, it says here, but I meant life, in forecast audio <laughs> drama with sparkling sound design and epic music. But first, into the emails. Oh, that's right, we love an email. I certainly love an email. In fact, I went to a restaurant recently and it just had hmm. emails on the menu and I thought, <laughs> I'm in heaven. And it's very, very simple. If you want to join into this sort of email extravaganza, and then all you actually have to do is send us an email to podcast at bigfinish.com. Uh, if, if you don't know it, then uh, I'll engrave it in stone for you. It's podcast <laughs> at bigfinish.com. So first up, this one here is from Sebastian Garzon. Mm. Dear Nicholas and Benjulus, uh, I'm a huge fan of Big Finish, and as you may have gathered from the prolific number of emails I've sent before this one, I am a fan of the Big Finish podcast as well. Cheers for that one. That's it. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I love getting to spend my Sunday mornings with you guys, celebrating the wonderful worlds of Doctor Who, getting hyped up about upcoming releases, and rambling on about the ethics of copyright and how to spell and pronounce words. <laughs> yes, the, the latter I think I need lessons in. Um, all that being said, however, I must confess that I'm more than a little disappointed with the new reduced format the Big mm. Finish podcast has adopted as of late i always used to look forward to hearing the big finish news and listeners emails every week and the fact that those don't occur as often anymore saddens me i also sorely miss uh, i also sorely miss the guest interviews archive teases and behind the scenes features that you used to rotate between i understand the desire to keep the podcast from getting extensive to getting excessively long um, but other podcasts I've seen on the market will gladly run an hour or longer 
Indeed, given how easy it is to listen whilst doing some menial task or travelling somewhere, I often, uh, I honestly doubt many people would mind tuning in for a feature-length podcast, especially one with a pair of gents as engaging, amusing, wise, bonkers, friendly and handsome as you two. Oh, no, you didn't say oh, handsome. Yes. Friendly as you two. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, uh, I'll keep listening regardless, uh, as I've gotten to the point that I can barely survive a Sunday without getting my audio fixed. But do you think that we could maybe meet in the middle? Maybe do a couple of news announcements, at least one or two emails every week, and maybe bring back the rotating interview slash archive tease slash BTS feature behind the scenes. Uh, or at the very least, consider reading this email on your next podcast and see if other listeners share my sentiment. Thanks for everything you do, Sebastian. Oh, that's a nice email. That is good. Yeah, thank you, Sebastian. This is a really good email, I think. And um, uh, that's why I'm reading it out. Or oh, no, I'm not reading it out. I'm reading it out with the voice of Benji. <laughs> I'm doing an He's really good that impressionist. Was, He's that was, that incredible. Was, that was me. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are two reasons for the podcast becoming a bit shorter. It had got to the point where it was regularly getting to two hours long. And given that I'm executive producer of Big Finish and I'm uh, writing and directing and doing a bit of music, I, I do all the editing and stuff and the sourcing of material. It's it's uh, It was becoming an enormous job that every week was taking up about an hour, about a day and a half of my week, sometimes two days, which just leaves me no time to do other things. And, and it has to be said that the recently announced delays of things like The Prisoner and the non-arrival of Jekyll and Hyde are kind of caused by this. Now, of course, the argument is, well, then don't do so much and let other people have a go. But these are all things that I'm committed to and I love, love doing. So we thought a good compromise was... Um, uh, to um, because also having the news every single podcast there's sort of not enough news to go around and really you just need the news once a month to say what's coming out and we put in little bits where we sort of tease you know the one of the a couple of podcasts ago we teased a few trailers you know in a sort of montage of upcoming things uh, the other thing is that I'm told by those that are wiser than me that the optimum length for a podcast is 35 to 40 minutes and that is what most people want out of a podcast anything over that and most people will will stop at 35 or 45 minutes so anything you do over that people just don't listen to anyway because they don't have that amount of time to spend listening to something I take your point that you do other things while you're doing it you know um, so that's why we've done it my workload uh, it takes a lot of editing to put all those different features in, especially when you've got an interview in there and the behind the scenes thing. That was quite a complex interview of um, it's, it's a complex job, uh, making sure you cut out all the spoilers. Um, so, you know what I mean? They, they are, they, I'm sounding all exhausted, don't I? Oh, it's all so much trouble. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's just difficult and it's much easier to do one element Per podcast and it means that now uh, Benji and I can record four together so essentially I get four done in s just slightly over the time it took me to do one and uh, that frees up more of my time and it means I don't have the sort of tyranny of one day a week when I'm completely knocked out of any other thing I mean uh, David Richardson is sort of frustrated that he can't get me to approve any storylines on a Friday because it's my podcast day 
Anyway, so, uh, but, you know, let's open up the question. If if people genuinely do want much longer podcasts, maybe we can look into, you know, someone else doing them or something. I, we, yeah, let's let's look into possibilities. And, and thank you very much for the uh, comments, Sebastian. Please, folks, do write in and let us know. I would also say, Sebastian, that you are the only person who has written in about this issue. We get loads of emails about all sorts of things in New York. No one else has mentioned this. So that's an interesting point in itself. But maybe we've stirred up the issue now. Yes, yeah, stoke the fire. <laughs> but it's good to know, and it's, it's nice to get feedback as well. And I think that's really important. And I think the main thing, Sebastian, um, is, is it's nice to know that you appreciate what we yes. do. And that's lovely. And, and we appreciate you listening and, and helping you out when you've got some hoovering to do and you can't be bothered to listen to the hoover so you just I suppose hoovering's a bad example because even with it's headphones ironing. In, you can't really ironing, ironing yeah, washing who, up yeah who likes the ironing apart from the fun bit oh. where you get to spray it with water occasionally you know and do that, that is the only bit i enjoy That's about the only ironing. fun bit isn't it but, um, the main thing i would enjoy about ironing is someone else doing it yes yes and just popping in and saying are my trousers done yet <laughs> as they hit you with the iron as they Boing. hit you with the iron in a sort of trevor from eastenders sort of way <laughs> little mo um, Next up, this one from Avery Lychee. Hello, I've recently been listening to Bernice Summerfield Series 1 and loving it. As a special feature, there's an interview with Lisa Bauman and Stephen Fuel where they admit to being somewhat confused about what actually happens in Birthright, the story they just recorded. My goodness, that was a long time ago. Because of the fact that you record the scenes out of order. Do you still record stories out of order? And if so, what advantage does it give over recording in order? Regards, Avery Lychee. Well... And also sent with Proton Mail, a secure email. I like. I just put that in because I, Proton Mail sounds fantastic. I think we should all use that term as a generic, like Hoover. My dad's, I just Proton my dad's on mail. Proton Mail. It's it's super encrypted. Is super encrypted. Yeah, you have you have I'll, like. I'll Proton you later about that. You got like t- it's like two passwords to get in. It's crazy. It's encrypted oh. and based in Switzerland or something. I'd rather be hacked. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> It's a completely unreasonable statement. Um, different directors work in different ways. Different actors are available at different times. So sometimes you record out of order because you haven't got the actor you need for certain scenes. So, for example, I'll give you an example. When I record with Tom Baker, because Tom likes to get to likes to get to bed early, um, I record all the scenes with Tom first in a story. In order, though, I go through in order, but only the scenes involving him. And then we go back to the beginning and then do all the scenes that didn't have the doctor in. But I do them in order. So it's not like scenes one, two, three, four, five, six. You know, you're doing one and four and seven and nine. And you go through like that. Um, Other stories where there's not such an impetus for the lead actor to leave... um, I I will try to do I do them in character blocks that's the thing you don't want to you know if scene one has Fred and Albert and John in it and scene two has Marjorie and Philip in it you don't want to sort of get rid of Fred Albert and John just to get Philip and Marjorie in for one scene and then get rid of them you know you do all the scenes with those characters Benji's nodding um and that's just the way to do it. Sometimes, because of availability, it does. It does seem that other directors, when I go in to do some acting, other directors are like, yeah, one minute I'm doing scene 15, and then I'm doing scene 152, and then I'm going back to 91, and I'm thinking, 
I don't understand why you're doing it in this order, but clearly I don't want to question them. Clearly they've got their own plan uh, to do with availability and, you know. So, yes, we don't. Uh, that's the only reason we do it out of order. If I possibly can, I would I would do plays in order completely. That's what I'd love to do. But there's not the time to do that. So there you have it. Yeah. Good mm. answer. Good answer. Well, thank thank you, you very much, Avery, for writing in. Next up on the email escalator is uh, one from <laughs> Jessica Smith. Hi, Nick and Benji. I've just finished listening to The Diary of River Song 5 and loved it. I tried to pick out a favourite story, but I can't. They're all <laughs> compelling in very different ways. However, although it was amazing that you managed to get Michelle Gomez and Eric Roberts, I was wondering whether you were ever planning to have Alex McQueen's master come up against River. I think this particular brand um, of the master would be hilarious and dangerous against River. Thank you, Jess Smith. Cool, there's an idea in half, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Well, Jessica, I don't know whether that's been thought about by anyone, but I certainly think it's a great idea. Now, where has Alex McQueen been? He's probably off being very successful doing other things, but it would be great to work with Alex again. He is one of the most delightful and hilarious people. I will um, whiz that idea around. Um, I'll, in fact, I'll email David Richardson about it now. Alex McQueen, I put Alex McQueen. Are we getting him in to do the master again soon? You might about to say, get stuffed. Right. Get, get I, stuffed. I'm busy. Finally, this one from our dear friend Colin Smith, who does great artwork stuff. And to be frank, he did actually send this to the Benji and Nick podcast. But uh, he said, hello, chaps. Listen to this week's Big Finish podcast, a corker as usual. And I thought I'd do a Vortex cover introducing the Spiv, Joe Walker from Dad's Army being the obvious choice. We did a thing where he said, you ain't seen me yet. You right. ain't seen me. Yeah, I've got some big finish out the back here. Soon to become a regular nuisance for the second Doctor. Plus, introducing the new Miss Marple range in which she gives Shilling and Sixpence a run for their money when she deduces that Benji does indeed like an email. Yeah, she's no fool as that Marple. <laughs> we were talking about Margaret Rutherford solving the... the I think you said yeah, it's so obvious that it would only take Margaret Rutherford... F or take Miss Marple five minutes and she'd spend the first four minutes not thinking about it or something like well, that. Well, now I want to know how... how Margaret Rutherford would, would fare. I mean, obviously she plays Marple, but um, but it's probably not interested in solving crimes. No, maybe you know it'd be interesting. If she plays a great uh, crime solver, isn't one? Or maybe she? Who knows? This is pointless. Well, I play you know um, a psychopathic uh, alien killing machine, uh, and and I think and it, you I regularly th shout at the postman. <laughs> um, <laughs> I say good morning to him actually he's very nice um, and I think it's arguable that I'm not like that in real life but to be fair it depends who you speak to <laughs> I wouldn't say you're like a, like a Dalek in real life you have trouble with the stairs though don't you you find that a bit of a <laughs> of a pain sometimes well the, my problem with the stairs like going back in just now to get a new XLR lead it's because it's wet outside I have to take my yeah. shoes off and go upstairs because I mean if Steph wasn't in you know I'd just run up the stairs in my shoes but she'd be she's you know she very wisely thinks one shouldn't tramp the outside through the household well quite this is so interesting it's, <laughs> a, it's a wise mess and that's why you see you keep a safe, safe you pair of slippers me, right? 
by the by the door. I do, so but you it's a, you know when you're in a bit in of a out. rush and the day's going wrong, you know, taking your shoes on and off and putting slippers on and off that just seems like climbing a mountain to me. It's Am a I hassle. overreacting to a very simple task? No, I think it's I think it's not. I think it's it can be a hassle. You know, like like all good things in life, I suppose. We should just wear one big romper suit with kind of rubberized soles on the feet, and just and eat um, liquidized food. Well, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I can think of I can think of worse things to do. <laughs> there are other concerns, anyway. Well, that's it for the emails. Absolutely fan dabby dozy, as far as I'm concerned. We'll be back with more in March. That's Roger Moore in March. So do keep <laughs> them coming, and remember that you can send them to podcast at bigfinish dot com. That's p o d cast at b i g finish dot c o m. Nick's just having a crisis. What's that? No, it's, no, it's, no, it's nothing. Where am I? I don't know why Hannah's written me an email saying it's yahoo.yoko.uk. I don't know why she's saying that. Right. Before we give you the first 15 minutes of an episode from the brand new adventures for Steed and Tara King in The Avengers, here's a quick excursion with the Randomoid Selectatron. Certainly is. Let's ran it up, baby. Now, whatever we find on the Randomoid Selectron, we'll give you a 25% discount on it. I'll tell you how to get that in a minute. We've mentioned it earlier, but good to remind you. What have we got, Benji? Yes. Well, we have got ourselves a short a short trip this week. It's falling. Number oh. 705 falling. Falling. <laughs> That's uh, narrated by Annika Wills. Got some great reviews, this one, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's um, uh, written by Jonathan Mars. Sorry, Mars. Jonathan Mars. Jon- Jonathan Barnes, who's... Uh, I was confusing it with Paul Mars. You see, two great writers. Very easy to confuse them. No, but they're completely different, actually, but they're both great writers. Um, uh, Jonathan Barnes, the, who writes a lot of our... Uh, Sherlock, well, all of our Sherlock Holmes stuff. Yeah, it's got a 9 out of 10 from the old Planet Mondas there. Solid, isn't it? Solid. Just how eloquent Barnes has written this script. The words seem to dance off the page when read by the brilliant Annika Wills and Every sentence is complex and beautiful. Isn't that lovely? That's lovely. Very, very. I'd say th- those words dance off the review page. They're wonderful. Well, we'll give you 25% off. It's already quite cheap. So you'll get that for a real bargain if you've never heard it before. And it's always, always good to hear Annika Wills. All you have to do is go to bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash V for Vulcan forward slash randomite and enter the code BUCKUP, B-U-C-K-U-P. All capital letters, no spaces, no time, no meaning, no money, no November. <laughs> no way. Jose. Jose. <laughs> well, cheers, Ran. Always a pleasure. Never a <laughs> chore. And now it is time for us to go straight to Mr. John Steed, Miss Tara King in oh. The Avengers. <laughs>
Alright Jim, here we go, this is the last of them, the full payroll. Bang it in the back with the rest. Glad to see the end of it. The sooner we get there the better. Handling this much money always makes me nervous. Shouldn't have gone on a security trade then, should ya? Well, what can I say? I'm conflicted. Right, there we go. It is literally safe and well. Then get up here and we can be off. On my way. Open road, the countryside, beautiful views. Won't be long now. Where we headed anyway? Some engineering firm, just on the edges. Wow, crikey! There's horses on the road. It's a new forest. There's always horses on the road. Or cows. Wild horses, yeah, but these are called riders. Like a dozen of them, just when we were getting closer, do not They look, they look like, oh, they look like cowboys. Hey, move over, will ya? We've got a schedule to keep. Uh, it's a funny place to hold a rodeo. Well, sure it would be, but this ain't no rodeo. Wow, this is an old-fashioned hold-up. Howdy, partners. A hold-up? It's some kind of joke. Why don't you two fine gentlemen get down on that there cabin floor? And don't go trying no funny business, no tricks, you hear? My trigger finger's feeling mighty itchy right now. This is stupid. Let's get out of here. No, no, no. Oi! What you playing at, lad? That could have hurt us. That's kind of the idea. Hey, mister, why don't you do as the man says? Me and the rest of the boys, we don't want to get unfriendly. These shooting irons are loaded, as you can rightly see. Sam, Sam, I reckon we don't have much choice. All right, all right, we surrender. Thank you kindly, good sirs. You're a pair of wise gentlemen, you truly are. That's all of it, boss. We got the lot. Okay, boys. Let's hit the trail. Yeah! Cinema, Steed, thank you so much. I tell you, I haven't been to the pictures in ages. Well, I do try to offer young ladies a wide range of improving activities. Looks as if these are previews of coming attractions. My, my. All looks very exciting. Oh, that leading man is awfully dashing. I can hardly wait. Pity to miss the newsreel, though. I was hoping to hear more about that highway robbery. The outlaws that robbed a security van, the Wild West, come to Britain. Precisely. They got clean away, apparently. Quite a stunt. Yes, the robbery was simple, but effective. Ah, it appears it's time for the main feature. Popcorn, Ooh. the usherette's right here. Please. Two, please, Rhonda. Thank you. So what is it we're going to see? A thriller, apparently. 
spies and daring do. <laughs> what a novelty. Should be fun. Steed, Miss King. Though I'm not entirely sure about the leading man. Mother, good to see you on the silver screen. Good afternoon, Mother. I heard what you said, Steed. Oh. I'm so sorry, Miss King. Couldn't you find an adult to accompany you? <laughs> I think you're projecting. Mother, to what do we owe this pleasure? Not that I'm unhappy to see you. Grave news, Steed, the gravest. It's come to our attention that the plans of a top-secret missile have been stolen from Davenley. Davenley? Yes, that's very serious. Our most advanced boffins work out of Davenley. Smart, are they? Well, it is rocket science. We suspect there are plans to sell the blueprints to enemy powers. Do we have anything to go on? A little. It's almost odd. The thieves used sticks of dynamite on the safe. Ooh, I imagine that went with a bang. It would appear someone decided the old-fashioned methods of safe-breaking were best. It doesn't stop there. The fence was cut, and the area around it was entirely covered in hoof prints. These blighters appear to have got away on horseback. Horseback? Well, that's a coincidence. Hmm, I'd like you to find out what's happened to the plans, and retrieve them, if at all possible. We'll get on it right away. Lights, camera, action. Let's hope you're not left on the cutting room floor. Good day. Davenly. Davenly. What did you make of that? Oh, I've seen better. The mise-en-scene was impressive, but the subtext a little obvious. And I felt it was missing a third act. I think I'd give it a middling review. And I think you'll be generous. Well, he was right. These are definitely horse prints. Dynamite horses. In normal circumstances, it wouldn't make any sense. But these are hardly normal circumstances. Yes. That security van raid yesterday, that was carried out Wild West style. You think they're connected? That there are rustlers in them thar hills? It seems a distinct possibility. Stealing secret governmental plans is quite the step up from snatching the payroll. Even cowboys must have ambition. True. We should follow the tracks. See where they lead. Main road. Tarmac. That hardly helps. No, no hoof prints to see. Not a trace. So which way did they go? I bet Wyatt Earp never had trouble like this. What did you say? Wyatt Earp. He was a Western lawman. I, I know, but it reminds me of something. The edge of the new forest. Right, back to the roll, Steed. Really? But we don't have any evidence to follow. Don't we? I think I may have a lead. Are you going to provide me with any clues? Eventually. It's somewhere around here. Try that left. I mean, I enjoy a drive in the country with a beautiful girl as much as the next man. Actually, perhaps more than the next man. This is definitely the right area. The right area for what? Well, you gave me the idea. An old friend of mine, Nicky Rogers, he always liked westerns back in the day. Really? You know, Tara, whilst I'm finding this lesson in nostalgia delightful... Well, a few months ago, he went on holiday in the New Forest, where he told me he quite caught the bug again. Said he felt he'd become a real Wyatt Earp. Oh? What sort of holiday? Oh, Steed! Stop the car! That sort of holiday! Look! Just look at that poster! 
The Lazy J Western Style Ranch, now open, a holiday to remember. And he did. Remember. As did you, more importantly for us. Could be a coincidence, I suppose. Could be. But a coincidence worth investigating nonetheless. Tara, mm -hmm. I think we deserve a holiday. I've often wondered if punching cattle is like boxing kangaroos. Jay, this looks like the place. It certainly doesn't look very English. It's like every western town I've ever seen. We're on the home trail now. Yes, I only hope the Indians aren't on the warpath. Oh. I'm not convinced it's the Indians we should be worrying about. That's far enough, mister. One move and I'll fire. Well, then I shan't move. Is this the way you welcome new guests? We'd hoped to spend a few days at the ranch. Did you now? Well, that's a mighty strange steed you're riding there, partner. I beg your pardon? Yes, yeah, a mighty strange steed indeed. What on? Ah, oh, you mean this old girl? <laughs> I mean, she sure is a handsome beast, but I don't know if we can let her into our town. She might intimidate the other horses, scare them, you know? We don't want no stampede now, do we? No, no, I imagine not. That really would be quite beyond the pale. So, if you wouldn't mind tying her up in that there paddock, we'd be much obliged. That one over there? Yes, I'm sure we could manage that. Thank you kindly. This is a mighty fine town, and we don't want no trouble here. And we'll do our very best not to give you any. Tally-ho! There you are. Dropped her off by the trough for a drink of water. Yes, poor thing was terribly thirsty after the long ride. Thanking you. I'm sorry if we caused you any trouble. No, I don't fret none, strangers. We always put on a little show for newcomers. Yes, of course, I quite understand. Very effective. We hang the place. Which is quite a relief with shotguns that size. Speaking of which, will you direct us to the big gun around these parts? Sure I can. Reckon you mean Jake Cody. Jake Cody? Yeah, he's always happy to welcome new people to our town. You'll find him yonder. Thank you. You've been most helpful. Now, don't you two be strangers here. No, we won't. Uh, Mr... Bill is the name. People call me... Uh, well, they call me Billy. You fancy a proper introduction, you can meet up with me in the old Star Saloon later on. I'll be happy to buy either one of you folks a whiskey. Particularly the uh, little lady, hmm? if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, I think I do. Catch you later. <laughs> Billy, as in the kid, not exactly a promising sign. Neither was his suggestion of a drink. Did he really just offer to buy me a whiskey? When in the West, Steed? If I must. Let's speak to this Jake Cody. Um, uh, uh, spiffing afternoon, eh, partner? Very much so. Quite a few guests around. 
Yes, I can see why. A saloon, a jail, a bank. They've got everything you'd expect here, haven't they? Yes, it's, it's all very well done. They've spent an awful lot of money. Obviously, the holidaymakers contribute to the costs, but you have to wonder if that's all it is. Well, 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 I'll be hog-tied. Just look at this city slicker all dolled up fit to bust. Oh. Is he talking to me? Sure I'm talking to you, boy. <laughs> Who else could it be? What do they call a fellow like you? Uh, they call me Jones. August Jones, because it's my name. This is Caroline Sheldrake. How do you do? Charmed. Whereas you, I presume, are Jake Cody. Well, I'm glad to hear my reputation precedes me. Jake Cody. Jake with a J, as in Lazy J. Are you the proprietor of this place? I'm in charge here, if that's what you mean. I can't answer no questions about its propriety. <laughs> Sometimes what goes on in that old bar can be less than salubrious, hmm? So I hear. But I welcome you to my town nonetheless. Welcome to the Lazy J. Stay a while and you ain't ever gonna wanna leave. How long you folks intend to reside, anyhow? You know, we're not entirely sure. We thought we'd book rooms for the weekend and see how things progress. Sure sounds fine by me. The more the merrier. <laughs> now, why don't you toddle over to the saloon there? They got rooms on side. Outfits too, if you fancy putting on some slightly more apposite attire. Is there something wrong with my attire? Not a thing, if you're a member of a traveling circus. <laughs> but it's no skin off my nose if you want to keep them. Let's just say, though, that uh, if you're aiming to stay in those duds, mister, the folks around here is sure gonna get some fun out of you. I'm sure they will. Come along, Caroline. See you later, Mr. Cody. <laughs> you appear actually offended. These duds, Tara, as that man called them, are Savile Row's finest. Yes, but you've got to admit, there is a time and a place for everything, Steed. Is there? True class is timeless. Yes, of course it is. So what do you think about the town? It doesn't seem quite the hotbed of villainy one might have expected. Hotbeds of villainy rarely do. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe all at the same time with many fingers.